forever. Dog. Yeah, or like that Idris Elba movie with the with the lion. You know, Cats? Like, yeah. Beast. What's that? The Idris Elba lion movie. It's called Beast. Idris Elba fight, uh, has to fight a lion. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. 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 You want to see the trailer? No. Not really. No. Um, and it takes place at the UCB East. It does. There's a there's a, a lion loose at UCB East, and Idris and Elba like- was there to do uh, a Harold. He was there to do Ascat. Uh huh. Somebody got him to do Ascat, and then he got there on the wrong day, and there's a lion loose. Or he gets there, and all the improvisers well, the li- have been mauled or- and are dead. The lion is doing monologues. Well, he's getting ready to do his monologue, and he gets. Oh, there- what's the lion doing? Killing all the improvisers. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. He just gets there and a lion comes by with uh, Bobby Moynihan's hand in its mouth. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan? Yes, by Bobby Moynihan. You see like a single ringlet mm-hmm. sticking out of his mouth and he slurps it up like a little piece of spaghetti. Yep. Good. Bobby has really tight, beautiful, bouncy curls. Does he? Brett, does your son have beautiful, bouncy curls? Uh, he doesn't. He's leaning. He's sort of straight to wavy is where we are right oh, now. Oh, that's yeah. surprising because yeah. you've got wavy hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. It And he's, he's still blonde, which is, which is we. Uh, that I knew. He's tow-headed? Yeah. Tow-headed? Yeah. I don't know what the expression is. Which Amy and I were both born blonde and then quickly quickly our hair changed to a darker color. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's hanging in there 13 months now and still still a little blonde boy. A little, he little looks like boy. little Lord Fauntleroy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he really does. Um, and speaking of little Lord Fauntleroy. Mm. Let's get this out of the Two way. Two of my just, favorite things. Fauntleroy just... transitions. Oh, in, I thought Sandy was going to be in that top two. Look, yeah. Maybe want, next time. Yeah, maybe next time, Sandy. Now you get the bronze. You get the bronze. You're third. Bronze is respectable. You know, many people don't make it to the Olympics at all. Hey, you still got on the podium. People, people bronze baby shoes. That means yeah. they like them. Julie, I would like to get. I would like to address hmm. the 800 pound disturbing gorilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the, the gorilla with a gun in its mouth. Yeah. And uh, and like a, a, a button down shirt on, but no pants. Like that disturbing. Yeah. Brett Boehm, our esteemed producer. Oh, thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Rushes <laughs> in again. What do you worry? You worry you're not going to get any the airtime? Jumps right on. Triggered. Brett Boehm, our esteemed producer. Thank you. I'm just gratitude. Gratitude always, you know. Yeah. Gratitude always. Yes. Vocal. Vocal performative vo- gratitude. Vocal performance <laughs> interrupting gratitude. Approaches us the day of our live show during our. Yeah. No, it wasn't the. 
All I know is we we saw this the day of our live show. Tom and I have been yeah. preparing for this live show for months. Mm-hmm. And it was so exciting and it was such a hit and we're so excited to do it again in New York. But we were really, you know, we, we may seem like cool cucumbers, but I personally was like, I was biting my nails down to the quick. Yeah, I was. The only it's, thing I trusted in that night was Julie Klausner. Well, and <clears throat> I was, and I had two panic attacks backstage. I changed my outfit. It was a. I, I was really, really nervous. We put a lot of work into yeah. it, and but the first time you do a thing, you don't know. All we could concentrate is like, how are we going to make this perfect? And we, you know, we were rehearsing and we were cramming and we were like writing every and, last minute. We were changing yeah. stuff around, and mm-hmm. you know, it was a it was serious business. It was no improv show, that's for sure. Yeah. And I want to say, so we we did a real show. This was not just a. We're talking about Double Threat Live at the Lodge Room uh, we did a few days ago. First ever live Double Threat. We're going into the unknown. And I want to say this. It was, I think that was the most fun I've ever had on a stage. That Brought was just, the house down. From the first so minute fun. to the last, the energy was so high in the room. I was I was shocked. I mean, I knew what you guys were capable of. I know how good the show is. I was still shocked at how explosive it was. It was an it was absolute so much fun, it and was it was blast. all because I think the audience Smash was just hit. there every minute, every second, just energetically, and so great to be together in mm-hmm. a room after you know being yeah. apart for so long, and it just. It was just such a hit, and it was such a blast. Yeah. And New York, you better be ready. You better be ready for the nights of your life because people, uh, you, if you come in, come in costume, come ready mm-hmm. for a party, come ready to have fun. It is truly a night to remember. I, I, I've, I, I don't know if I've ever had that much fun either. That was, that was, that was, that was a a night uh, for the books. But before we knew it was going to be a hit, we were freaking terrified. We were- yeah. Goddamn nauseated. We're backstage, had like wondering one saltine and a sip of 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 uh, Schweppes ginger ale. It was that tense day. backstage. So it was anxious. real tense. Yeah, but we had people pacing around. We had people the pacing. We had an opening number up our sleeves that I knew if we could pull this off, we were good to go. And the we were audience just focused on it, and the audience rose, got so into it. Then I could not believe what that felt like. Oh my god! But before we were able to focus on that, Brett sent us a video. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it was look, it was intentional. I thought you know I knew it was going to be. It was a little. It was. I was trying to cut the tension. You know, every you know, uh, get everybody just a way to sort of kick off this big day that was going to be very tense and full of. You know, you know how on I Love Lucy, my favorite show. Yes. Remember when she stuck all that chocolate into her own. Head head hole. Yeah, when she kept going, and she and her and her face was full, and it because it was black and white, the chocolate seemed somehow like dirtier. Yeah, you're like, oh, that chocolate probably stains sheets from miles away. That was the classic episode when Lucy and Ethel work at the chocolate uh, factory, and they're on on an assembly (laughs) line that's three feet long. You know those. You know those great three foot assembly lines. You know one of those that, treadmills you put a dog on yeah, that, when it needs to lose weight. Yeah. And basically, what if you started running candy on that thing? 
Right. It's like and, out of some and, amorphous um, like tunnel, like the candy was coming out of like it goes you, what from are they a doing? tunnel into the trash can. Pull and if there's up, someone Brett. in between, great. Pull it Brett, up. We wanna watch we wanna watch we, Lucille Ball stuff her I wanna watch her pale face with the dirtiest looking chocolates. Oh yeah. I'm just okay. interested in the logic on this. I wanna look at right. the I wanna look at the machinery. Yeah, like who designed this chocolate factory? And also yeah. that there were two women standing behind the, what is it called again? The belt? Yeah, the conveyor belt. The conveyor belt? Yeah. Seems like there were two people too many. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, this is this is a real, how this do you do? This is a classic. This is a comedy class. Like they don't make, like women aren't funny anymore. They used to be funny. They really used to be funny back in the day. And now I look around and I go, where has all the funny gone from our ladies? Where has all the funny gone from our gals? Mm-hmm. Gals. I've never said gal ever. No, in it's, my life. it's it's totally true. <laughs> this, so Lucille Ball was really the only funny woman. Pretty much. All right. Now she look would at, make faces. She would put right. food in her faces. Now look there was at one that. that was called Multivita Vegamin. Remember that? No. Well. Look at that four-foot assembly, uh, that <laughs> four-foot conveyor belt. This set is so cheap. Yeah. This is, this is not a Willy Wonka joint. Julie, that set is so cheap, you'd almost think it would have ordered a Carol Channing ventriloquist dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Dyed it with manic panic and let it fade in the closet for a year until it's just blonde. (laughs) Brett, do you have the dummy, by the way? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the dummies. Yeah. All right. They're here in, in the building. Yeah. Can you either ship it or bring it when you come to New uh, York? Oh, we'll bring it to New York. I'll bring it to New okay, York. Yeah, I'm will you buy, get it as its own seat? Yeah, will it have its own seat? Okay. Absolutely. Can we yeah, right see will, will you fly coach and it will fly first class, please? <sighs> yeah, yeah. You know, no, Thank that's you. no problem. No problem at all. She wants a vegetarian meal. Got it. Yeah. And my my dummy wants a uh, a kosher meal, even though he's not <laughs> Jewish. Because he just wants to see what the deal is with I it. I think the Three Stooges were Jewish. And he's wearing a Lou Reed shirt. Yeah. I always love when you fly and you have you request like a vegetarian meal or something. And then this lowly mm-hmm. thing with tin foil on it comes down the aisle <laughs> like a half hour before everybody else gets their food. Like, yeah. you get this one. And it's crying. And then you're just like, this is gross. And everybody peel like, back the foil and it's peel like back wilted, that. the single wilted Brussels sprout. It's always like a, it's always like a, oh, it's a vegetarian, uh, it's like an Indian dish is always the mm-hmm. cop out that they do on planes where uh-huh. it's just like, and they're just like, it's just bad, <laughs> the worst Indian food you've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. So, I Love Lucy was a hit show <laughs> back in uh, the past. One of the greats. This is a surprisingly modern reference for us, Tom. It really is. We're trying to update our uh, our whole routine now. We're we're in the fifties, everybody. Yeah. Well, well, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? <laughs> 
And I want to talk about that. We're getting back to it. I have a point. That's why I, I brought up Lucy because I have a point about let, Lucy. Let me just watch a minute with this candy and watch yeah. just the mechanics is all I'm interested this in. This is the wrecking department. Let her roll! Already, this woman is mean. Yeah, what is that tunnel? Switch this is like the world's worst yeah. glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say this would be a good glory hole for me. It would just be a hole that keeps spitting chocolate into my mouth. Yeah, that's my idea, glory. That's the glory I'm looking for in my mouth. This is the fourth department I've been in. Oh, I didn't do so well either. All right, girls. Now this is your last chance. If she's mad. gets past you and into the packing room unwrapped... You're fired. Yes, ma'am. Let her roll! It's so dumb. tight to work at a chocolate factory. Here they come. You're already panicking. Look at these one by one. Start shoving them in your mouths. Yeah, we can handle this, okay? Oh, it's going a little faster. They're touching them. Are they not even wearing gloves? No, they're not. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's so much chocolate. Ethel don't get enough credit on this. Oh, peace got through. So it just goes from one glory right, hole to you, another. Hit pause, please. Yeah, Ethel don't get no credit on that. No. Nope. She's shoving chocolates in her mouth, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody ever focus on Ethel shoving the chocolates in her It's kind of like the equivalent of like when Christina Aguilera smooched Madonna also in that thing. Yeah. And nobody talks mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I love how it was that that moment where it's like, like a virgin. They're doing all the song, like Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. And then suddenly it's like, oh, my God, here comes Madonna with her new, with her, she's going to play the latest smash hit addition to her catalog, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Just like total middle middle of the pack madonna song yeah everybody comes to hollywood Hollywood. remember they cut to justin timberlake and he was so mad oh he was so mad his curls straightened they look like sandy he looked like sandy for a minute when sandy's in a bad mood exactly he looked when sandy has to watch a home run ball go over a fence and gets that that look on his face of terror and 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 confusion at a Dodgers game? Yeah. And then Brett's like, Sandy loves baseball. Oh, I can see. He looks like so, he's having the time of his life. TBD. He likes going to the stadium. I don't know. He may, may or may not like, like baseball. Sandy it's fine either way. Sandy likes And yeah. Sandy likes people. Dogs. Baseball. TBD. Loud noises. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah, Sandy likes some drunk slob in a Dodgers <laughs> thing screaming in his face that the giants suck um 
Yeah, who would he, li- he who likes would... the men's the men's rooms? I bet he likes. Yeah, he loves the trough in the men's room. He loves <laughs> an eleven dollar pretzel. You don't have no money. Love. What does he know? Pretzels is pretzels. Yeah, all the stuff that kids love. So I mentioned Lucy because one of the things that happened on that show was Lucy was constantly saying, Ricky, put me in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get this video the morning of Double Threat Live. Yeah. From And and just like Lucy, we love Brett. Mm-hmm. And who and knew? it's like, Clearly, and it basically Brett, is like Ricky. Yeah. I would say this, Julie. Lucy said Ricky put me in the show. That video was like if Lucy sent a video going, Ricky, I have my own show going concurrent <laughs> to yours that I didn't and tell and you it's about. Better, and I've been working on this instead. And uh, yeah, and it and it has surprisingly good production values. And is shockingly ambitious for a yeah. secret. And even though I've been complaining about all the work I do for you, I've been yeah. I've had the bandwidth to do this yeah. too. I went this rogue. Whole time. I went rogue, recorded a song, and then made a video for it with a cast and a band. Yeah. Look, I did have, I had a rule. I said only, this was a nighttime project, a nocturnal mm-hmm. project. So it wasn't getting sure. in the way of business hours. You know, didn't get away, in the way of the nine to five. Mm-hmm. This was something I only, I was only going to work on in the wee hours. And if it gets mm-hmm. done, it gets done. You work at night at dub- on Double Threat. You work at night. You worked at night last week. I worked all the time. We had to yeah, do that all, yes. Billy stuff. Yeah, and yeah. This guy's always working. You You're kidding? always working. I think he pays for those uh, those fancy Dodgers tickets. Work. He, he's always working. You're saying it didn't interfere. I tried to make sure it did not interfere with any of the the, pri- the real priorities, which is Double Threat, Double Threat Live, Forever Dog, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I do want to send a shout out to uh, Donkey Island Penitentiary, uh, incredible band that backed me up on this. Can we talk about this. that? That? Yeah. Okay. You guys are rocking. There dudes. are three words in that band name that yeah. are all funny. Donkey. <laughs> and very loud. Island. Penitentiary. Yeah. Yeah. What what no. how did you Brett, how did you link up with Donkey Island Penitentiary? Uh so uh Vincent Perea, who plays the drums in Donkey Island Penitentiary, uh is a huge fan of Double Threat and the Best Show. Um oh. and uh also is just a, a, one of the sweetest guys around. He donated his drum set to the studio. That's the drum set that you've seen in all of the uh, oh, best okay. show musical performances and so on and so forth. Um, it's an incredible drum set. He was very nice to do that. And uh, he just had mentioned to me that, you know, I've got a band if you ever got anything, you know, going on. And then so this idea came up to do a Little Lord Fauntleroy music video, which came uh, out of this show, the episode that we did a Little Lord Fauntleroy. Tom mentioned that the lead singer of um, of uh, Slade, um, uh, the lead singer of Slade looks like Little Lord Fauntleroy. And then in my head, I just started humming like Come on, Feel the Noise, but with Little Lord Fauntleroy as the chorus. And then it all kind of, the, that's where the idea spawned from. And so I had this idea to do this whole music video uh, based I don't on that know song. if it was in your head respectfully, but I think Tom may have come up with that on the air. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, I remember check- you asking permission for it on the air and us saying, fine. Yeah, uh, I uh, no. I mean, look, this is all this is all fluid and we're all it's all ideas going around. I will say check the tape. I think I did. I think I think the idea was I think okay. I, I, I think I, I kind of hummed the check idea, the hum, hum the idea out loud and then mm-hmm. asked Tom. Yeah, for, Julie, go check the tape on that. I'll get right on that. 
Yeah, go check the tape. What, what are you, Zapruder? Hmm. Look, I'll give you guys points on this thing if you want. You guys can have uh, EP credits, whatever you want. No, I no, mean, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, not stingy with it because I know that it is all fluid, you know, exchange of ideas and so forth. Well, one so. thing that you have to realize, Brett, is that after after uh, how many episodes have we done of the show? Seven hundred. Uh, closing five, in on one thirty. One thirty. It feel okay. Um, mm. Ironically, Brett, the the person who serves up the clips that get get analyzed and and teased is about to be one of the clips that gets analyzed and teased and celebrated play your video oh okay all right this is exciting uh all right one second let me cue it up i wasn't prepared for this so i'm just gonna uh actually this is episode 130 look at that look Look at at that that. look at that can you believe it episode 130 we did it happening now this is so brett went we're all still recovering. Yeah, no, we are. We're still recovering. What's, what's going on? So here's why, the thing. Why, hold on. Can I just ask a question? Like, am I in some sort of Nicolas Cage, like, number? Is that that movie number 23? Like, why does everyone keep saying 130? Like, 130, 130. Like, Episode does that mean something? Episode 130. I, I don't no, think I know, but, like, why does everyone keep saying it? Look, I was just going along with it, too. I had no idea why Brett I know, but, like, is there significance to Like, I, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I feel like People I keep repeating mine. it, and I'm like, does yeah. that number have some significance? We're gaslighting you. You got to see this movie. Don't worry, darling. Baby. You talk about gaslighting. Holy moly, is that movie got some gaslighting going on in it? Does it? Well, I'm telling you. Harry Styles can light my gas. I saw this movie. Mm hmm. One weird thing after another happens in this thing. There's really? A, there's an egg that ain't got no yolk in it. No. All right, I don't like that. I don't like that. Pushes her forward. Okay. There's a, a plane that flies through the air that they don't ever refer to again. This sounds like an A24 movie. A whole lot movie. of things that they don't refer <gasps> to again. I have an idea. What's that? What if we do a New York, New Jersey film imprint? Film studio called A24. I think it'd be great. I saw the greatest single tweet I've ever seen in my life. Somebody said A24 is a uh, a, a independent film production, whatever it is. But for me, it it will forever be what uh, if Paulie Walnuts met uh, Keeper (laughs) Sutherland. Very funny. A24. Very funny. I thought it was the best tweet I ever saw. I don't know who wrote it. God bless you if you did that. God but I want to just say this. This don't worry, darling. Mm-hmm. Partway through the movie, you're never going to believe this, Julie. Tell me. Shia LaBeouf pops up and uh-huh. he says, no refunds. 30 minutes in. He goes, legally, no refunds. <laughs> and he goes, isn't that wild? And then I go, yeah, to myself, and he goes, Olivia Wilde. Mm. And he rides a motorcycle off the screen. Like he did um, in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Like he did in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. How did you know that? Is what I. Those are the ones where I'm like, oh no, Julie's, <laughs> Julie's getting tainted by the garbage of hanging out with dumb guys. Where suddenly you're like, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I, I can have handle told it. You the name I can handle it. He played Mutt. How? Saw that. 
I saw it in the theater. I had nothing else so to do. I. At one point, but I at one point Harrison Ford gets stuck in a like refrigerator it's in the, the opening, th- and I'm like, did he know that they were filming? The only thing I knew was that the only thing I remember from that movie was him climbing into a refrigerator and yes. getting launched like yeah. through the air. Um, I remember the refrigerator, and I remember Mutt. And then I remember there was a sequence that was the worst CG I had ever seen in anything where they're like going on road, like they're going on vines, like Tarzan. It's like, oh, that was so stupid. And then Kate Blanchett was in like a wig from that place where Brett gets his costumes. Yeah, Hollywood toy and costume. There is a chance you'll run into if you go to Hollywood toy and costume, costume. you'll see Brett looking for a gummo outfit uh, to (laughs) for his. Uh, podcast uh, he does called Breakfast with um, Bergman. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. What is it called again? Oh, it's Breakfast called Weekend. Breakfast with Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Weekend at Bergman's. And Julie, I'll tell you this. This podcast, they take on one movie is high. One movie is low. And one movie is low. And they pit them against but, each other. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, we, we, we have to be honest about which one we like better. Yeah, it's the only place. The where results you, may surprise you. You get to go see uh, one, two grown men argue which movie's better: The Four Hundred Blows or Ski School. You should do that thing it's where Lucy only... and Ethel stick a bunch of chocolates in their mouths. You and Joe should do that. You and Joe should definitely shove some chocolates before yeah, you, you should, do the oh, show. Honestly, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. What's that? You and Joe in your next episode should get a treadmill. Put it on a table yeah, in yeah. front of you. Oh, Stand like behind the table uh-huh. yeah. and put some Rolos <laughs> on the treadmill yeah. and stuff the Rolos into your mouth really quickly. Yeah. That's a great idea. Uh, I think Thank it might you. give me flashbacks, though, because my, ve- my very first job I ever had was at a, a CeCe's Pizza. You know CeCe's Pizza chain? Do oh, I ever. Tom, does Tom know CeCe's Pizza? Brett. Have you ever heard my CC's pizza stories? Uh, I, I have. I, I have it. I'm very excited he now. Keeps though, I have personal, he keeps I have going back. He keeps going back to the source. Here's my experience with CC's pizza. Please. They started running commercials in the New York, New Jersey area <laughs> for CC's pizza. The place with the best pizza in the country. Saying it's pizza buffet. And yep. but there were none around. There were none to be found yet. They're, they were running the commercials, clearly trying to entice people to open CC's pizzas in a region where none had been. There was a clear uh, kind of franchise push to establish CC's in a new area, and they were running commercials to do that. But the effect on my head was, mm-hmm. I got to see what the deal with that CC's pizza is. So then I finally- Also, they're, they're, they're Tom's two favorite words together is pizza buffet. Pizza and buffet, Yes. I, I fought, take a lot of my uh, investment advice from a guy named Pizza Buffet. He's Warren Buffet's brother. He he uh, told me to uh, to go heavy on pepperoni. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> but they were running these dumb commercials in my head, and I'm take get, get, I'm in New Jersey. You throw a rock, you hit a pizza, a great pizza place in New Jersey. But for some reason, I see this dumb franchise on TV. I'm just like, what's going on in there? Mm -hmm. So I go on a a trip. I have to go to North Carolina, go to Wilmington, North Carolina, which is coastal 
North Carolina. Now you're getting into the heart of CCs. Now you're getting into the. All right. Well, yeah. right. Do you want to hear this? Do you want to hear? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just right. adding some and some regional Julie? regional. I think what, what the I, heart of CCs. What's he? Wally Bryson? All of a sudden, they doing his uh, down home. Uh, is a tour here contradiction in terms? Yeah. Is there a heart in CCs? In the in the logo in the CC's Pizza logo. No, I mean like with the brand. Like is is it a? I don't know. I, I guess I'm not sure what I'm asking. I keep going back to the number one thirty. Yeah. I keep so, feeling like God is trying to tell me something. So I get to. I'm just gonna finish this real quick. I go to the Wilmington. I see a CC's. I go in, and I eat there, and it's the worst food I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Just pure garbage. Worst heat lamp. How pizza. does it compare to Toronto pizza? By the way, it was. I would say Toronto. At least they think they're making pizza there. CC's they're making uh, consumable product. Okay. Yeah, I, and I um, didn't have anything to do with that. By the way, that was not my decision. Um, I I did work the 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 conveyor belt though because they are. I mean, they're like spitting these things Lucy. out. Yeah, they're spitting these things out like crazy because people, you know, it's a buffet, yeah, so those so pizzas are gone sounds. by the time they hit the yeah. by they hit the buffet. Yeah. So you got to have pizzas coming uh, fast and furious out of the out of the out of the conveyor yeah. belt. Yeah, and so but, but Tom, that and was by surely the, way, this the last week time. On, this week on weekend at Bergman's, it's the Fast and the Furious versus Wages of Fear. And Tom, surely um, that was the last time so, you went to CC's. No, JulieKlausner.com. I wish it was the last time I went. All it took was them to open one in New Jersey, and I'm just like, it says had a banner outside. It said grand opening. I'm just like. Well, I need to. Maybe it's different now. I go there yep. at least as bad as it was in North Carolina, and I'm just like, well, that ends my uh, that ends my uh, my my uh, love affair with CC's Pizza. Of course, what do you think about the dessert pizza? Though, you oh, get some of that dessert Brett, pizza. I'm so Brett, sorry. I'm so oh sorry. God, I just still have believe? a little bit of allegiance. Brett, to the you brand. are in so much trouble with Dom Brett, right I'm now. Sorry, Brett. I'm painting. Let me paint. You tapping me on the shoulder? Imagine if imagine if Andy Rooney had some guy coming up, well, I don't know, and tapped him on the shoulder every time he's doing one of his fun little. Andy Rooney, our nation's his, greatest painter. Yeah, I do love his paintings, though. I Andy do Rooney's too. Painting. Let the man finish the Mona Lisa. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I go. Should I leave like five minutes? Should I leave like pauses that you can <laughs> <laughs> jump into? Brett slots. Brett slots. <laughs> I guess they're leaving some bread slots in my stories. Brett, <gasps> all it took was this. I leave a, a year or two later, I see a commercial. CC's new and improved menu. Oh yeah, I remember this. He just did it again, Julie. He, he thinks he's um, listening to the show. He doesn't he realize. Was excited. He was excited. He doesn't realize he's a he part of the making of the show. We're make, I know. He thinks he's talking to the movie. <laughs> he thinks he's talking to the movie. This is the movie. We're filming oh the movie right now. Oh, my God. These are active mics on the movie set. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Okay. <laughs> 
What if you don't remember? You can go, well, I don't remember that. I'm just trying to give you the perspective from inside the CC's, you know, I'm okay business. without the perspective. <laughs> just saying this was a big, that was a big oh. thing at CC. That was big for CC. Stop. He wants to give you the inside scoop. Yeah. Like and the inside scoop pizza? is that like, he remembered it. I was in the middle of telling a thing and he just goes, I'm like, so then I see a commercial. How'd you like that dessert pizza? <laughs> He so I go back because I see they have a new and improved menu. Clearly, third time's the charm on this one. Just as bad as it ever was, and that was the third and final time I went to CC's. Unless one opens up around here, <laughs> I would probably be like, "Well, if it's in Los Angeles, I got to check that out." <laughs> How'd you like that dessert pizza? Oh, you mean the pizza where they just smush chocolate on top of a crust? They had a butterscotch oh. one too. Gross! Butterscotch. Did they use the candies? Did they like? Yeah, they went to they your. Took apartment. some Brock's candies. They went to your apartment and took some of the ten pounds of. of I would shoot them with a with a rifle. How are you doing in that box, by the way? How how deep into that are you? I'm getting. I'm taking it. I'm I'm taking a dent out of it. There might be some left over for Double Threat Live at, at Brooklyn, okay. though. Yeah. If people come dressed up in costume. They will get candy. And I want to say one final thing about this. Don't worry, darling. These guys. These guys are bad news. Guys are bad news. Just guys. Bad news. Mm -hmm. Bad boys. I had no idea. I go to see this thing. Mm -hmm. I wish somebody would have told me. I wish Brett would have interrupted me for this and said, you know, there's uh, such a thing as a patriarchy. Where were you then? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just looking up to find the closest CCs to us. Great. Or are we going to go to Utah? Me and you? Going to drive <laughs> to Provo? <laughs> Get there. The go in, eat. If you, if, yep, just as bad as it ever was. If there is a credit card charge from you in at the Provo CCs, I'm mm-hmm. calling the police. I'm going to set something up with your visa. Yeah. I've got or one just in- immediately calls. 911. Where is there a CC? I've got one in Abilene, Texas, is the closest I can there find. Going That's west, the closest? West, going west to east, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. When you get that treadmill to do the bit with the Rolos, Brett, clean the treadmill first. Yeah, because people okay. run on that thing with their filthy, uh, their filthy uh, uh, tennis shoes. I don't think shoes. there's anything dirtier than the bottom of a pair of like 
trainers because it had they have all those if you see that ever see the bottom of like a pair of exercise shoes it's like all these ridges and lumps and bumps like yeah friggin topography and welcome mm-hmm. to double threat by the way yes welcome to double threat we're doing on this episode we started the introduction very late into it yeah kind of like watch drive Brett's my car soon, right? right brett oh yeah just like drive my car julie did you see drive my car I heard it was very quiet. It's the quietest thing I ever saw in my life. When I saw it in the theater, I unwrap, I started to unwrap a candy. It was like, and everybody's like looking at me. I'm like, what do you want me to do? They sell candy here. It's a movie kind theater. Can- what kind of candy was it? Just a peanut M&M's Chuck- bag. Chuck just trying to open oh, okay. a peanut M&M's bag. And they're just like. It's the quietest movie <laughs> but then ever. You, and then you talked like all the, you talked like John Lovitz no, and no, all I the took voices a call. of the M&Ms. Then I took a call. I was like, like inconsiderate cell phone man. Fun. Fun roll. I was like, yeah, I'm at the movies. I don't know. Something. Drive my car. Yeah, like the Beatles song. No, they didn't play it yet. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be in the movie. Well, I don't know if they didn't play that song. Why would they play other Beatles songs? Why would you think they'd play the Abbey Road medley? Because they're driving in this car. <laughs> clearly, clearly, the car in this movie had no radio in it. Drive my car with no sound system. Was it a hybrid? Those are super quiet. This dude is sitting in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And this woman's driving him around. And he is as quiet as a church mouse. And she's even quieter than him. Are you sure this wasn't just like nest footage of my my Uber? (laughs) Am I sure it's not what? This wasn't nest footage of my Uber? I might have. I've I've seen. Was I in it? I've seen nest footage that had more sound than this movie had. (laughs) I've watched ring footage. Ring of nest. people of Amazon packages getting dropped on porches that had more audio than this did. Maybe the sound just wasn't working. What if there's a guy in the booth? He's like, "Oops!" Oh, and you were like, "That was brilliant." Everybody's like, "What a masterpiece!" What a masterpiece! Because this happened to I me. I must on tell one... Brett and Joe to exactly pair it with license to drive. I <laughs> don't know the Corys. Yeah, I um. One time I went to this fancy Christine. museum, Julie, and I was like, and there was like on the wall, they had a fire extinguisher. And I was like, of course, this is a representation. No, that's uh, not a real story, No, this Tom. really happened to me. That's not no, true. No, no, this really happened to me. I Tom, was, I was trying to impress a group of people. I was trying to impress a group of people. you seem dumber than you are. That's not true. I was trying to impress a group of people. I was like, this, of course, represents uh, man's eternal struggle to control the elements. And then the guard came so, over, and then he he, uh, he took it off the said, wall and bopped you on the head with it. with it. I said, "Of course, this is like the champ." And then you went over, and you're like, "These elevator buttons yeah. are also good art." But then I had to. I had they to, represent how you yeah. sometimes you go up and sometimes you go down, and yeah. the the guard hits one of the buttons and pushes you in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, push me in the elevator to a freight elevator. <laughs> Then I went into the washroom. Yes. <laughs> and I had like one of, do you know, there's the champ. Do you know that guy? The champ. Duchamp, I do. The champ. They had one of his works in there. The urinal. And, and some guy was, 
whizzing all over it. Did you stop? And I was like, this is a priceless work of art, you you heathen. What are you doing? You attacked him from behind. You climbed up on his shoulders and started beating him in the face from from behind. Isn't that great when someone like piggybacks you and then hits you in the face where they they're not facing your face? No, I jump. So it's almost like you're punching yourself. Pretty much. And that's what I tried to do. <laughs> and by the way, if you are doing that, be careful that the person you're piggybacking doesn't move their head to the left and to the right, because then you end up punching yourself. Absolutely. No, that has happened to me many times. Um, <laughs> but I was like, the, I was like, you you idiot. The first of all, there's six of the. the you the, idiot. I was like, <laughs> you the, said that to a guy urinating. Yeah, I was like, you're taking a whiz all over a priceless work of art. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, I didn't know he had six. I, I didn't know he made six of them because there were six of them in that <laughs> exhibit hall. And you were like, each one of these is better than the next. Yeah. And it was kind of like the way uh, British people say, I said, stop spraying your urine all yeah. over the place. Well, speaking of urine, I told you who I had a celebrity encounter with a few weeks ago who I saw on the street. I texted you. You had a celebrity encounter with who now? I saw Andre Serrano on the street today. Yes. He was sitting outside of a coffee shop Mm -hmm. and I passed him and I said, Andre Serrano? And Mm -hmm. he said, yes. And I said, I love your work. And he lit up. He was so happy. And I said, have a good day. That's so cool. I'm his biggest fan. Yeah. And I didn't realize, speaking of controversial artists and the republicans who hate them so i saw who's that guy from the bush administration who sang elvira with the other republicans do you know about this might have been ashcroft he was the one with the singer yes do you know i saw this for the first time recently because i was saying i hadn't heard elvira until tom showed it to me and they were like you mean you haven't seen this all right, this is the order of things. Yeah, got, right, I got, got a video, lot of stuff queued up right your now. Video is, yeah. uh, your video is on in in the queue. I got bumped by Ashcroft? You got bumped by Ashcroft. Yeah, but wait till you see these dorky All right, these yeah, I dorky actually can't tweets. wait for this. So this is John Ashcroft and his pals doing the Oak Ridge Boys, is what you're saying. Yes, and it is just jaw-dropping giddy up boom 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 when he goes when that oh boy we got trent lawton here too we got yeah uh, it's crazy it's a who's it's a who's who of yeah they're calling themselves the singing senators they are the unfuckables well that's fun i think i we can all have fun that's one you could cross the aisle well we do agree that they are singing senators (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's true that's like (laughs) <laughs> there's nothing there's no false advertising in that it's no, it's, it's, it's not. the most uninspired name no. is the singing senators it's like cc saying we're food yeah yep or like brett saying here's a ventriloquist dummy <laughs> of you I have to use my... I want to just get it, because Julie and I did a segment during the live show where the ventriloquist dummies did make an appearance, and seeing the audience's face when they saw the actual ventriloquist dummies that Forever Dog provided that are Julie <laughs> and myself... I'll take... this. Forever Dog had no knowledge of this. This <laughs> Julie, was this was a one-man Julie, operation. <laughs> Julie's is a Carol Channing uh, ventriloquist dummy. Mine is Mo Howard wearing a Lou Reed, With a Lou Reed t-shirt. shirt. Yeah. 
And Julie's has a pink flamingo shirt on. Mm-hmm. Onesie, baby onesie. I mean, yeah. Talk about nocturnal, uh, uh, you know, where I was up all night at my dinner table doing the uh, customizing these dummies. Doing the dying the one du- dummy's you can't, hair. You, you can't put you put lipstick on a pig though. You know what I mean. <sighs> it was a labor of love, is all I'm saying. It was a true I labor of that. love. I appreciate it. I feel the love. And I'm not going to give anything away from the show because I want this to. There was a moment in the show. This is why you got to see it live. This is why you got to see it live because every show is going to be different. New York, we got two coming up: this October twentieth and twenty first. Twentieth is sold out. Twenty first, there are still tickets available. Some we did a thing where a guy in the audience asked Julie a question, and he said to her, "I'm not." He said, uh, "Julie, do you want to see what he was dressed up?" He was dressed like Frank Zappa, and he said, "Julie, do you know? Do the- you want to see? Wait, hold on, hold on. Do you want to say who he was there with? He was there with his wife and daughter, who were also in costumes that said." Billy in the sheets, Billy in the streets, Julie in the sheets. They had t-shirts. Awesome. Yeah. And the father was dressed as Frank Zappa. And he said to Julie, uh, yeah, I want to know if you've ever heard of the concept of a hall pass. (laughs) And the entire audience turned on this guy like I've never seen an audience turn on anybody. And he was like, all right, never mind, never mind. It was amazing. I I think about it constantly. Julie, in your mind, yes. What was the percentage that you were gonna go? Okay, big boy. Oh, zero. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Oh, why not? Okay. You got to. You'd get to hang <laughs> out with Frank very, Zappa. It was extremely flattering. Oh, are you kidding? It was extremely flat. That would be amazing. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But mm-hmm. the, the the ripples of reaction from the audience from. Oh my God, what is happening to, oh yeah. my God, this is happening to, oh my God, this guy was just on stage with his wife and daughter. Yeah. And now he's saying, what about a whole pass? He also <laughs> printed out parody covers of at least 10 Zappa albums with yes. our faces on them and scatological mm-hmm. references in the titles. Yes. He, and I have those now. I have all of them. Uh, do you? I do have them. That's also, awesome. speaking of Hall Pass, next week's uh, weekend at Bergman's is uh, the <laughs> Red Shoes and Hall Pass. <laughs> All right, It'll let's be... look at these. I am briefs. excited about this new Farrelly movie, though, where Zac Efron goes to Vietnam with a lot of beer. Is that what true? Is that? What are they? Did they just redo Casualties of War? It's the weirdest thing where he's just like, we got to bring beer to our boys. Oh, so it's like... And him and Russell Crowe get a and, boat. Is, is that Eastbound and Down or Cannibal Run? It might as well be. It, it was the plot of uh, Smokey and the Bandit, but... That's with, what I mean. With, I always confuse these with, those with, three. Uh, ah, sorry. You know Smokey and the Bandit was missing? Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the singing senator. Right, so we got the singing senators here. Who do here. we have there? Oh, we got uh, John Ashcroft, Larry Craig, Jim Jeffords, and Trent Lott. No, Larry Craig is which one again? Is he's he the, the wide toe tapper? stance? Is he he's, the toe tapper? He's the wide stance bathroom uh, guy. And let's see if he's tapping his toes in this video. Yeah, let's see if his That'll wide stance a... like, shoves the other guys away. Yeah. That's Trent Lott. Oh, 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 
Can you imagine being that corny? <laughs> Our old friend there. Who's that? Who's that? Remember him? We watched him. Uh, he's he's got to hit those low notes. It's a joy for us to be here. From oh Elizabeth right, the gospel, the gospel, the Can you hit pause, please? You know the other <laughs> three guys can't stand him, and they're just like, he thinks he's yeah. So I guess cool. he can sing. He thinks he's so cool with this stupid baritone. Just because he can sing. I mean, we're the, the ones group. holding the whole thing down, though. If he just goes up there by himself, it's just gonna sound stupid. But he gets all the credit. That's Ken Turner and the Crystal River Boys, mm-hmm. who we saw in a previous episode. Ken yeah. Turner famous for being able Ken to hit the Ken Turner hit the is famous city. for being the manager of WFMU. Yeah, that was Ken Turner. That's a weird. <laughs> if you smashed two of the people together, you'd have Ken <laughs> Turner. Oh God! This is episode one hundred and thirty. Hey, isn't this one thirty? It's one thirty. Yeah, I think oddly enough, I just checked. Hey, Julie. This is episode one thirty. I'm like, what is happening? Hey, Julie. Yes. One thirty. Like a spy movie. This I is can't. episode one thirty. Okay. And then you're supposed to say back, "I wanted to hear episode one forty, and then I hand you microfilm. Microfilm um, is my favorite. Yeah. It's so tiny. What's the difference between micro microfilm and microfiche? Microfiche is in a library. Microfilm you, is from a little spy camera. And when you print it out, it's kind of like blue gray and very smooth and shiny. Yeah. That's microfiche? Mm-hmm. Great. This is really helpful. I figured as much. How How is this helpful? When he goes back to the stacks, he'll use that information. Yeah. When he goes back to the stacks that he went to learn about Little World Fauntleroy. Anytime. So I if, mean, you can you, you see how that turned out. Anytime you want a topic research, you just toss it my way. I'll go deep in those stacks, and I won't come out till I got every last mm-hmm. bit of information. Because here's the thing. That we're we've yet to address is the eight hundred pound, no pants, button down shirt. What's he doing? He's got a gun in his mouth. We is it an elephant or a gorilla? We did the live show, and then Brett shows up. Brett went rogue, basically. He didn't talk to us about what he was going to do for his entrance. He did tell me right before the show. Oh, I got a. Why didn't he tell me? I think as you might have said, no, you're not. I wouldn't have said that. Because you what know, am I the, I'm the disciplinarian. No, I, what am I, I alternate. I alternate who I, I. I always try to take the temperature, take a quick temperature check on things, and I. And sometimes it's with Tom. Sometimes it's with you, Julie. I like that he alternates. You know what he's doing? He's alliances. He's being a little. It's like a little kid. That's like what a little kid does with parents. Right. You pick which one you can is going to say yes. Yeah, mommy will let me have a Big them. Mac. Brett, we've all done this when we were little kids we would go to the parent that would say yes and ask them and not the one that might say no you're doing that with us that's called that's preparation for life that's why you learn it when you're a little kid that's a, that's a key I'm just skill glad to know that i'm not the stricter of the two no. i don't need to be some sort of ball buster that's you're not. not that's not the oh no no no, no, no i just no, think no, he's no. he's just reading which one he can get get it by <laughs> and he's like oh 
Tom seems like he's maybe not paying as much attention right now. I'm just going to go real quick. Oh, well, I have a costume also. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Uh-huh. And then it's like, I guess I'm wearing my costume. But Brett wore so this he... amazing costume. Oh, thank you. Brought the house down. Oh, awesome. thank you so much. When... And you entered to, was it bad to the bone? Uh, yes. Yeah, there was a there was a little uh, uh, bad to the bone. I was actually supposed to come out to uh, uh, Search and Destroy by the Stooges, and John Gabris was supposed to come out to Bad to the Bone. They got switched around, but I actually kind of liked it. I liked Bad to the Bone. It really felt, it gave me a real, real burst of energy coming out of the back there. It was very iconic. It really Thank was. Thank you very much. It Thank really you. had a Thank hobby you. horse. Had a hobby horse. Had a uh, had a uh, he had crushed his, his, velvet pantaloons. He had those. And then you went and made a beautiful meal, which is incredible, and yeah. everybody seemed to love it. I cannot thank you enough for allowing for giving me that uh, privilege because you know, look, it's been fun. But you know, I, I love being on these recordings. But you know, I'm in a little booth here. I'm not out in public. I, I'm not going to lie. I was terrified at the thought that I was going to be on stage for any extended period of time. Um, uh, but now you got the bug, huh? I well, but yes, but because you allowed me to just you, you allowed me, you gave me a cooking corner, you put sardines. me off to the side of the stage, and I could just uh, focus on a task, focus on making those sandwiches. Uh, that really put me at ease, uh, and I felt very yeah. comfortable on stage. Well, now next you'll time you'll have a, a fidget spinner if you finish early. Great, thank you. I'd appreciate that. We'll give you some blocks. We'll give you some yeah. Legos. We'll give you a fun little fidget spinner and some coloring book. A coloring book. Um, a placemat from a diner with a maze on it. That you <laughs> can That'd be great. Do word jumble. We'll maybe go to Cracker Barrel and get that shot glass full of crayons. We'll get the the golf tee game. That'd be, at oh, Cracker I love the Barrel. golf tee game. Yeah, I will say I've hours. never felt more cared for than when I've been at restaurants and I was a little kid and I've gotten like a fresh little shot glass of crayons and a placemat mm-hmm. that I could draw on. I was like when they had the golf tee game and you jump the golf tees on the triangle and then you got to win. They have those a cracker barrel. Um, never been. That, that I'm not familiar with. Well, you've never been to Cracker Barrel, huh? We've, we've discussed this. I've never been to Cracker Barrel. Well, let me ask you. I'm not, you, well, like, I'm not welcome. My photo's in front no, of no, no, a I rocking wanna, chair in the gift shop. This is what I want to ask you. Do you like the following things? Reba McIntyre CDs. Do you like those? I mean... Um, no, I don't have anything to play them on. Okay. Do you like rocking chairs? Yes. Okay. Wood art. Would you like to leave a restaurant with a ro- new rocking chair also? That that's might be challenging, barrel. depending on my transportation situation. Like, what is the rope situation? At a, are they just assuming everybody's got a pickup truck if you're buying the the chair that you got enough room in your vehicle one of those things where it's just like it's your problem can you imagine them open a cracker barrel new york all these what about a does it new come Yorkers in a box like ikea have, you just I put can, it in your back i want to get my rocking chair again i don't want to have to take it on the on the one i bet there'd be a line down the block if they opened one in like red hook oh yeah out by like ikea yeah exactly yeah So should we watch Brett's insane video? So then, oh, right. so then the day of show, Brett sends us a video. And she's saying, like, what should we do with this? And I'm like, what do you mean we? We have a show in three hours. And I'm yeah, I'm so anxious. But just imagine somebody goes 
off-road to this degree where they record a song and produce a video <laughs> without telling anybody about it. Yeah. And let's say it's like your wedding day. How about that? Mm-hmm. So it's more universal. Yeah. You're, and you've, 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 you're at like wedding day, you're at like rehearsal dinners or whatever. And then your sister is like, look. And yeah. <laughs> he's like, could I play this as a toast? Yeah. No, it would be like that. It would be like your wedding day, you're doing a thing. And then your sister goes, hey, everybody, I didn't tell you this. I bought the Batmobile and I'm going to pull it up in front of the reception. You guys could either check out the Batmobile or stay inside here with the cake and all the dancing and stuff like that. Your call. That's perfect. Tom and I went full Bridezilla with this shit. Yeah. In retrospect, in retrospect, the timing was not great. Uh, But my intentions, I I, I assure you, my intentions were sound. I just thought it'd be fun. I assure you, my intentions were pure. I, little Lord Fauntleroy. That's a little Lord Fauntleroy. Nobody likes these little Lord Fauntleroy fans. Don't like it when you throw Fauntleroy back in their faces, Julie. It's so, fine. It's all a gag. It's all for fun. This is all a big, you know. It's a, it's look. I thought maybe this will cut the tension a little bit. It's all meaningless. Bit. None of this matters. Yeah, this life. We're just it's we're just star stuff. And this it's is gonna end stupid. Soon. This is a stupid waste of time. So look, I shot this music video for Little Lord Fauntleroy based on the Slade song, Come On, Feel the Noise. I got this great band, Donkey on the Penitentiary, to back me up. They just absolutely crushed it. Thank you very much, guys. You can go check them out uh, on the socials online. Uh, they're on Bandcamp. They're on Spotify. You can check out their music there. Donkey Donkey Island, Island. Pe- Penitentiary. Donkey Island Penitentiary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they absolutely crushed it, um, and they look great. And... Um, yeah, you guys, here, here's the video. <laughs> Lordy, Lordy, Lordy! All right, now let's hit pause. Hit pause. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. A little behind the scenes for people at home as you digest this portion of the song. Brett's real life wife, partner, is playing his mommy in this scene. It's my biggest question. It's very upsetting. And they're about to make out. And. I can't wait for you to key in something with that green screen background. <laughs> yeah, at some point they'll get to that. I no. can't wait. In fact, maybe that'll be a listener no. contest. Finish Brett's video. Finish Brett's finish Brett's panicked, sleep deprived. What what is in the background video. of the band and Brett and his quote mommy? Yeah. <laughs> Like we decided just to keep it as a great, yeah. I mean, do what do what you do what you will with it. It's there. It's there for the taking. Uh, I thought it just looked. It was just sort of more fun. Is just keep the green screen up a little, like behind the scenes, you know. Um, you know, this is no. All- I don't. I truly don't know what <laughs> no, you're talking I, about. No, it's more fun to see the behind the scenes, like an unfinished shot. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like you're seeing how the you're seeing you know the it's the, like, the, the pipes you know, in the wall. 
you know, it's more fun to see Andy Serkis with the ping pong balls on his face than it is yeah. to see him as the fish in that movie. And again, I'll say I've said it a hundred times before. <laughs> I could do what Andy Serkis does. <laughs> I will do it for literally. This is my offer to all of show business. Whatever Andy, whatever Andy Serkis is charging. I will do it for one twentieth of what he does it for, and I will literally will you... do it at least as well. <laughs> I'll be easier to deal with on set. I'll bring my own ping pong balls. I'll stop off at Dick's Sporting Goods and go buy some ping pong balls. I'll bring them to the set. He will makes you, you want... cover ping pong. He likes expensive ping pong will balls. You... <laughs> But it's just like, yeah. Oh my God! How Will did you he do that? Oh, you mean he just went? Okay. <laughs> how did he bring King Kong to life? Oh, easy. He just jumped around like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> how did he do that? Well, it's Brett, actually you... surprisingly simple. He just acts like an animal, like every little kid does. Brett, will you walk us through the mommy thing? Oh, gladly. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I mean, uh, you know, my wife, Amy, looks great on camera. I knew no, she would Amy's nail amazing. this part. Um, yeah. And so I just said, hey, you want to play little Lord Fauntleroy's mom? And she said, sure. Um, and so, uh, you know, we were kind of, I don't she know. She said, sure. She didn't say, are you sure? Or <laughs> she didn't say are you sure when? what you're doing? She was like exhausted. Like, when? Yeah. What? what? Well, I heard it's, sure it's three in the morning. Okay, but the like, you know, incestual element of the mommy kind of happened son in the moment. Yeah, it sort of happened in the moment. It was sort of like we felt, you know, it's kind of like you feel yourself getting close to that line, uh, and you're like, well, might as well. If we're close enough, might as well cross it. You know, we're already here. We've come this far. Um, so wow! you just you just sort of feel it, kind of. Uh, and I, look, I'm not like I'm not implying that that is uh, in the original Lord that that's canon or that's sort of implied in the original Lord Fauntleroy. That's just in our video. This it just sort of happened that so you're, that so son you're, and mom have a little. So you know, what you're saying is you're not sure whether incest is a part of the little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> I'm not claiming. Canon. I'm not claiming that. I'm in no way claiming. Sure. Did you see I the book? I did not book? get that in any of my research. I did not, no, nothing in my, my endless research in the Lord Fauntleroy would s suggest that, that there was an incestuous subplot with some, his mob. Some lunatic brought Brett like a, an old that little was Zappa. Lord That was the guy book. dressed up as Zappa. I've got it in my office now. Thank you very much. Treasured, uh, one of my most treasured possessions now. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So let's watch this. Just back up a little bit for context. Back at the only, the first time in in the history Context. of the show, he's ever backed a clip up. We didn't miss he, anything, Brett. He for context. I that is canonical. Oh my god! Or hit pause. Please hit pause. It's so shocking. It's shocking. Um, yeah. Brett, it's shocking. So mommy gives him a kiss on the cheek. And so far, so good. And he gives mommy a kiss back. He picks mommy up. That's when it started. To, I don't know. That's when the idea started. That's when that was the. He's bouncing mommy around. Then he just straight up rushes in. What is going on? And in their household, a, as they say in Ferris Bueller. 
So that's what how they say it is. in Ferris Bueller. So that's what happens in that family. Is that what he says? Instead of so, calling Child Protective Services? Yeah, when he looks out the window and he sees uh, Fer- he sees uh, uh, Sloane's dad making out with Sloane. And he goes, mm-hmm. so that's how it is in their family. Right, and then he goes and downloads and, some yeah, meanwhile, favorite <laughs> materials. Turned, turned out... Turned out that guy was a five star, uh, five star uh, creepo there, Jeffrey Jones. Too bad. And he will be on Double Threat next week. I want to let everybody <laughs> know it's our Jeffrey Jones tribute. Uh, looking forward to having him. He will be in Julie's apartment, not here in the studio with us. He lives here, but we're flying him to you. <laughs> So he can be in your home. I'm going to make him finish all the caramels. Yeah. Well, he's just slow him down a little bit. That's actually my <laughs> next video I'm doing. is uh, uh, It's based on uh, Counting Crows, Mr. Jones, but it's going to be all about um, uh, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, so it'll be great. It'll be Brett and the uh, donkey zone. <laughs> it's a zone, great idea. It's called. What are they called? The, the monkey oh, donkey, penitentiary. Donkey Island Penitentiary. Monkey, Don- Pen- monkey Penitentiary system is going to be like, we have a yeah. conflict. Donkey Island Penitentiary is my favorite Guided by Voices uh, song, by the way. I'm little Lord Fauntleroy. Tom, is Brett going to bring us videos every week of him making out with Amy and just making us watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cute and sweet. The mommy thing, I'm still a little stuck on. Yeah, it's... It's edgy. It's edgy. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's real. It's really, uh, you know, it's it's divisive. It's edgy, but um, you know, divisive. It's divides people who are okay with people making out with their moms from others. Yeah, who is it divisive against? You know, these weird anti incest people. These people that are purists about. Also, I like that Brett thinks that he's being very protective of like, don't worry, it didn't happen in the real book. I don't care. That's not my issue. I just don't want the Fauntleroy estate coming after me and saying that I've, there is you no know. Estate. There's it's no estate. There's no estate. public domain. we got to do something with some of these public domain characters, by the way, now. I totally agree. Popeye. First of all, was Popeye I'm sick of Mickey domain? Mouse. I'm sick of Mickey Mouse not being in the public domain. Yeah. I mean, how old is that stupid movie where he's, you know, just steering a ship? Steamboat Willie. Yeah, whistling into garbage. the breeze. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Seriously, who does? Who cares? Winnie the Pooh, I think it's public domain now. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh's public domain. I think Flash Gordon next year mm-hmm. is public I think domain. Flash Gordon the year after. Yes, and Flesh for Frankenstein is coming up. And on uh, Weekend at Bergman's, they are going to be doing Flesh for Frankenstein crossed with Monster Warhol, Squad. Warhol's Flesh? Yeah. Well, Flesh for Frankenstein is Warhol also. Mm, somebody's putting back their Trader Joe's Schweppes, seltzer. Schweppes, Schweppes seltzer mm. water. Raspberries at a raspberry. Black cherry. Black cherry, even better. Oh, black cherry, yum, yum. So let's see more of this clip. All right. And where'd you get those glasses? Oh, I like those sunglasses. Oh, thanks they, so much. They're like uh, very... Uh, you you reminded me of Ian Hunter a little bit. I appreciate that. I think I picked those up at Jet Rag, my favorite vintage store in Los Angeles, uh, secondhand vintage store. Yeah, Jet Rag, Hollywood toy and costumes. Check them out. I'm Little Lord Fauntleroy, the sweetest 
that's blood. Uh, okay, hit pause. That's yep. not bile. That looked like blood. <laughs> this is cool. This is a cool rock video. It really is. I really appreciate it. It's that. really Thank good. You. It, it has like, you know, because that ACDC guy used to dress like a doofus, but this has kind of a like what he should have been going for. You mean uh, what's his face with the with the newsboy cap? Yeah, that was such a dumb look. I the thought dumbest look I've ever seen. Right? Yeah. Like, um, especially when you see with the original. Do you know what the original singer for ACDC looked like, Julie? No. Brett, we'll oh, go back bon to your Scott? video. We'll yeah, go yeah. back to your He's- video. Okay, okay. Pull up a Bon Scott live video. This dude, Julie, I'm going to tell you, this is the, he might as well have been, his name might as well have been Australia because he is the most Australian human alive. He performed shirtless with a vest. Just, wow. he just, like imagine. Paul, like Paul Hogan, basically. Like Paul Hogan. It's like, that's not a band. This is a band. Yeah. He, Bon Scott, wore this vest with no shirt. And he was the greatest. So let's check out a little Bon Scott. So the guy in the dorky outfit replaced him? Bon Scott died uh, of alcohol poisoning. And then, I don't know if it was, I I think it was alcohol poisoning. Then they got this guy, Brian Johnston, to replace him, who looks like one of the, uh, looks like he was on the crew for ACD. Like he looked like he would be like lugging amps. He's got kind of a Bob Hoskins quality to him, no? Or am I thinking of the wrong guy? Brian Johnston? I don't know. I just remember that stupid little cap and his short pants. Well, watch and- this Oh, wow. Guy. That's, see, this that's guy. a rock star. You tell me what you think of this. This is one of the coolest humans that's ever lived. That guy looks like rock and roll person. This is as great a front man as you could ever have, ever. <laughs> I like that the camera like very lovingly dwelled on his package for a moment. Yes. Most of the ACD vi- ACDC videos with Bon Scott highlight his pants yes. and his shirtless vest wearing ways. And then what's his face? Angus Young is a compliment to this insanely perfect front man. Then I this like, guy keels I like his over. Tattoos. This guy croaks. Okay, and these are tattoos back when, when like scary people only had tattoos. The seventies yeah, tattoos look like they hurt. They look like they hurt. You're basically saying I am unemployable in any line of work other than like right. working a right. dock. You're not like I have a little spatula on yeah. my inner wrist. No. no, this guy's got this guy's got these things going down. Both down his arm, top to bottom. And that's when, like, you'd be like, you're really going to get a tattoo? I know. Like, like, well, best of luck to you with the rest of your life. That other guy in that stupid little hat looks like Sam Kinison. 
Oh, the other guy looks like, yes. But so then the thing is when that when that clown shows up with just the cap on and doesn't move, then you have everybody starts paying attention, looking more at him. He's the only thing moving around on the stage. Oof. All right. That's a bad look. I don't like it. Brett. Ah. There we go. Look at that. I'm little Lord Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy. Well, look, I think we've got a good. Uh, you can watch the rest of that little Lord Fauntleroy video. Uh, Fauntleroy video. I always get dinged on the pronunciation there. Uh, I cannot hear the difference. It's minor, Here but uh, it means get... a lot to the Fauntleroy community. Okay. So I go. try to, you know. Here's the difference. Fauntleroy. Correct. Fauntleroy. Correct. Fauntleroy. Incorrect. Fauntleroy. Okay. Incorrect. You hear the difference? Kind of. Font Leroy, Font Ulroy. E L L E is the difference. It's Fontal, not Fontla. It's like if you look at the word font, look at the word there on the screen. Fontal. Fawn. Imagine Fawn, that's syllable. Imagining what he wants to do to his mom is Fontal her. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's what he'll do to his own mother. Um, He'll Fontal her. Amy looks great in the video. Yeah, it's super very cool. cool. Stunning. Sandy Fun. in it? Uh, Sandy did not make an appearance uh, in, in, in the video. Who was watching Sandy while you guys were? He was re- He was right next to us in his playpen uh, having a blast. Um. Having a blast. <laughs> Talk about rounding up on that one. Having a blast. <laughs> like, you could just say he was in the playpen. But he was standing up. He was watching what we were doing. He was laughing. Play the video of your kid with the home run ball. God. And what happened? Look. He has a well, home run Well, you put it on ball? social media. I did. No, I did. You don't I did. Want it's to. fair game. No, it's fair game. Unless yeah. you don't want to. It's on social media. You put it. You made it public. If you're not comfortable, we will not show it. Uh, It's fine. This is just going on plus. It's cute. Everyone it's plus cute is cool, be. right? Y'all are, y'all are it's cool. It's as cute as can yeah. be. He's a, you're the cutest kid ever. Sandy. Little Sandy. Which is short for. Sandwich. Sandwich. Was the greatest that he, this kid, because this guy Albert Pujols, yeah, right. This was it, huge. This was this was just one of the uh, historic who? evening. He's a baseball player. He hits his career seven hundredth home run at a game. Only the fourth person in history to have done this. And the whole his baseball's been around for one hundred and fifty years. Only four people have done this now. Who else could you name that did this, Julie? Anybody? Um, Who's a really old uh, one? Jordanson. Who, who do you Maximus? think of when you think of who do you think of when you think of an old baseball player? Babe Ruth. Yeah, yeah, that's one. The Bambi, the Bambino. Yeah. Then Max. Do you Fun. remember there was like a like a steroid thing, and there was a player who Mark got, McGrath. You're so close. It's Mark McGuire. That's right. You got two of them. He's not one of the ones that hit 700. Oh, wait, no, you're right. Sa- I'm thinking Sammy of the ones who did single season one. So close. The third besides those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy Sosa? Oh, no, no, you're, you're right, bro. I'm thinking of single season. Yeah. So you have Babe Ruth. You have... Uh, this, My favorite. Y- your guy... Um, Hammer uh, and Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. The yes. true home run king. Yes. And then you got Barry Bonds. Boo, the villain. So, so let's watch this home run. I wish it was Barry Bostwick. Can you imagine? Right, here he comes. Bat off the ball. This is Al- Albert Pujols' 700th home run. 
There it goes. Historic. Look at the look of joy on this kid's face. <laughs> <laughs> look at how much fun. He's just having a blast at oh, the wait. game. This was literally five seconds later. Five seconds later. He's back. He's loving it. That's really funny. He pools. looks so mad that he's not home watching SpongeBob. Yeah. He just wants to be. Uh, and are you are you dumping all that? Uh, you're not dumping like Paw Patrol on him, are you? Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. We do uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. Uh, uh-huh. We do uh, Miss Rachel. She's like the new, like the uh, oh. Mister Rogers for the uh, for the uh, uh, coronavirus generation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and uh, really, does she always have COVID? Well, she just does. It's all. It's like very lo-fi homemade children's entertainment that was clearly mm-hmm. made like in their apartment during quarantine, but it blew up. It was very because she's very. She has like a background in children's or baby sort of psychology, so everything she does is like babies love it they're very attuned to like, they're very on the frequency of what she's mm-hmm. doing yeah is yeah, miss sure. rachel hot uh yeah miss rachel's good looking don't okay, answer. Yeah. <laughs> i mean not like i mean sure she's, don't she's answer. yeah <laughs> i hope to god amy is not out and about somewhere and somebody goes hey you played little lord Fauntleroy's mother in that video can i have a kiss <laughs> goo goo gaga i'm a baby too <laughs> I could not believe that I saw positive reviews for this monster's movie and I'm so intrigued by it the uh-huh. idea that because look I've always felt that uh, Rob Zombie would have a deft touch for comedy. I mean, he's just so naturally funny. It, like all of it, he's got he, good ideas. Yeah, all of his ideas are good. Exactly. Good, he's, good, he's good, like good, good. He's like a dancer. The way he uses film. He is like a dancer. He is like a dancer. The way he uses his feet. Yes. He does for film what he does for music. <laughs> yes, exactly. Rob, uh, Rob's, Rob Zombie does to film what Rob Zombie has been also doing to music for a long time. Roberto Zambanini. That would be so great if Roberto Benini and Rob Zombie <laughs> melded like into one person. Yeah, they, Roberto they Zambanini. Stepped in like a, they stepped in one of those like like those like fly, like the one that made Jeff Goldblum a fly. Mm-hmm. And then they, yeah. And they become like a mushy pile, like the thing, like the dog pile and the thing. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter, the master of horror. I'm ready to declare that Olivia Wilde is the master of horror. Oh, my God. She's a. Uh... Because this movie, I'm telling you. They had Busby Berkeley things going on in this thing. and I'm Really? Like, and there was blood. And no. Yeah. And then uh, they got. I said from the second we sat down in that theater, I was like, this is not all that it seems. And I turned to the audience and I said, everybody, there's more to this than just this idyllic uh, paradise, this idyllic suburban paradise. You mark my words, everybody. There's more to this. And people that they're like, you're insane. You're an idiot. This is just going to be a straight, normal story about mm-hmm. the 50s. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, there's something else going on here. It My takes place in the senses. 50s? What's that? It takes place in the 50s? Yeah. How do they hide all of Harry Styles' tattoos? 
Julie, you just got to see this thing. I love him. Um, I do too. He's do, a great do actor. Do you love him? Um, I think he's a great actor. Um, You've seen like clips of him performing on stage, right? Oh, yeah, no, he's, in, he's incredibly talented. He's like Elvis or with something. With music, yes. He's so incredible on stage. When yeah. the when the girls are screaming, you're like, they are acting completely reasonably. Because you'd see, you know, footage of mm-hmm. the beat. I mean, obviously the Beatles are amazing, but they're just playing their instruments. Yeah. The girls are going crazy because they're excited. Mm-hmm. But then you see like in sync and you're like, oh, the girls are just going crazy because they're going crazy. And mm-hmm. you see Harry Styles and you're like, I think I'm screaming along. Yeah, I uh I still like uh I still think I'm going to bet on one of these other dudes from One Direction to win the race. Okay. It's, uh, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Who are the other guys in One Direction, Brett? Pick, was, show me who they Bo- are so I can pick. There was Bobby. There could, was Le- Lemming. I could pick my Zane. horse right now. What about Zane? There was Zane. Zane. I like the sound of that. It was short for Zany. Yeah. Zane. I think I'm going with Zane. Zane was the bad boy, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. There's great uh, Gro- Grady. Neil. So there's Neil, Zane, Grady. Liam. Liam. Louis. Louis C.K. Hey, I'm in uh, One Direction. I got One Direction going in my pants. <gasps> down. My the kids, pants are going down. My kids are fucking assholes. <laughs> I fucking can't stand them. My kids. <sighs> I'm down in the basement jerking off. <laughs> he warned us. What does CK stand for? I think I know what the C stands for. Okay. What does the K stand for? King? Yeah, that actually tracks. <laughs> that actually tracks. Yeah. Well, this was a fun show. It really was. Now, this is a fun. This was one that some people are going to say. Uh, it was a minor show. A minor. That's exactly. Literally, you took the words mm-hmm. right out of my mouth there, Julie. I was about to say minor. So if we are the greats, if we are Bob Dylan, then this was John Wesley Harden today. And it was not blonde on blonde, but it was a subtle a masterpiece. If, they, sorbet, if we are the course. Beach Boys, if a we pal- are the Beach Boys, this is Wild Honey we just made today. It's not Smile. And if it was the White Album, then this was Wild Honey Pie. This is Wild Honey Pie and Good Night and Savory Truffle. Mm-hmm. That was, about how, that was about how Eric Clapton liked to eat candy right yeah he that just song. would watch george harrison would just sit there in a the room and watch eric clapton put back box upon box of <laughs> like candy. like lucy in that clip yeah like lucy shoving those chocolates in her mouth man george harrison was like obsessed with eric clapton during that moment yes they're both obsessed with each other yeah right they were they they uh they, they had a real connection going and then, uh, what's her face? Patty. Yeah. Patty, Patty went with Eric Clapton. She was like, George, I love you. You But you're not Eric Clapton. You're not hateful enough. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed I enjoyed this episode, and it is a uh, an aperitif, I think. 
because we had such a delicious show this week. Yeah. And we Live had double show, threat week also. More. We had so much stuff last week. There was yeah. the episode with this is what this is what Double Threat dropped last week. Double Threat takes on Podcast the Ride for stinking up the studio with a sub sandwich. Double Threat does an episode with Star of Bros, Billy Eichner. Double Threat We're only at Tuesday. We're only at Tuesday right now. Yes, we're only at Tuesday right now. Wednesday, Double Threat does a live show at the Lodge Room, but also releases an episode of Ask Julie, I believe. Was that on Wednesday? Uh, that was Thursday. That, that was Thursday. Thursday. What came out on Wednesday? Though? Well, the live show. Live show. The live show was, yeah. was Wednesday. Thursday was Ask Julie. Friday was the mini <laughs> episode with the father uh, and Cat son. Stevens. Yeah, bonus clip. If you check that out, uh, um, uh, all about uh, the songs that make me cry, and then Tom and Julie rewrite Cat Stevens' father and son. Don't yeah. miss that. Very funny. Mm-hmm. So this is your this is your cookie before bed. And then for the weekend, you get Brett's Little Lord Fauntleroy video. You're welcome. Wow. And you come back on Monday and you get this episode. What a ride. What a ride. This is the podcast, The Ride. This is podcast. We are truly podcast, The Ride. And also, how many episodes can those guys do, Brett? Let's just talk I, real right they now. They only get better. I don't know. I mean, the, they're trending up. That but thing is, that ride is, it's like it's still going up, up, up the, you know, before the, like the roller coaster, it's still but, going but up. The thing is, what, what do they do? Oh, let's talk about a seesaw, right? Oh, let's talk about, I went to the park and went down a slide. You want to talk about going in the <laughs> stacks. Those guys, you know, you, you think they're they're about to have a down episode when you see the title. They go, yeah. they go so deep into these topics. They do so much research. I tell you they what. They should do I an episode about Sally Ride. Yeah, podcast for Women's Sally History Ride. Month. Yeah, and you should play as the theme. Heard Ride, of it, Sally Ride, right? Hmm. What a cool song. Yeah, but seriously, Brett, I just I'm just trying to put some long term thinking in the in the mix here. Podcast the Ride. What are they going to be? Oh, we went on a roller coaster last week. Okay. They're going to have to start building rides, I think. Yeah, they're going to start making up rides that don't like, even well, exist. One is going to get into a garbage can and the other is going to push them down a hill. Yeah. Sounds good to one me. One is going to put on roller skates and a, and, and a bucket over his head so he can't see nothing. The other two are going to yeah. just push him into a lake. <laughs> yeah. And they just call it a ride. I mean, <laughs> it kind <laughs> of is. Yeah. Are you at the <laughs> dentist's? You have a. I'm like so cold. A, this is like, my blanket. Looks like you are about to I'm get. So you're worried cold. about drooling. I'm like ah. <laughs> no, don't do that. That sends. That's a this bad message. Someone at the dentist. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. Bell House. 21st. One show sold out. By the way, if you are a double threat fan or a double threat super fan, and you have tickets to the twentieth. When you find out who the guest is on the 21st, you are going to be so mad. So I would, Go to both. although I hate to upsell you, I'm just letting you know that we have a different guest on each night. And if you come back, you mm-hmm. probably won't regret it. Yeah. And anybody who goes to both shows, I'll give you Brett's phone number. <laughs> Fine. This, this week, we're going to take... A minute to pat ourselves on the back after that great live show and we're going to use this opportunity to tell you not to miss the ones in New York.
Yeah, don't miss the ones in New York and next. And by the way, I'm oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Tom, no, but no, I was no, just no, gonna no, say, no, if no, you're no, a no. super fan, you're a super fan of the show, and you want to like see the other freaks that are super fans of this show, and I mean that in the kindest possible way, it is absolutely worth making a trip to come out and see us in New York. I promise you won't regret it. Absolutely, I agree completely, and it's a show. It's a show. Just, and it was just it's, such a great community of people that were so clearly vibing off of each other, all being into the same weird, specific things. People were becoming friends at the at the show. No joke. Yes, There's actually absolutely. nice moments where people are talking to people and they have the show in common. So we love that. And we're so proud to be part of this community and to be a cause of it. And, and we're just so grateful that you came out to see us. And we can't wait to see you later this month. Seriously. It was a true thrill and a, a, and a really, at the risk of sounding corny, it's just a privilege to have an audience that's as amazing as, as you Absolutely. all are. So thank you. And we'll see you at the Bell House. Thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Bye. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.